Whew. Okay, here we go. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Good afternoon, everybody. Or, yeah, good afternoon. It's still about closer to o'clock, so we're still considered afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to an exciting episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the modern marvel. That's right, you guys. Oh, man. Um... Hmm. We are going to get into an In My Mind segment today, and basically, it's going to be a something not involving anything with video games or anything, but it is going to be a part of the state of film, and how current films nowadays, I feel that I think current film in today's climate is kind of in danger, and... What I mean by that is because of just a lot of avenues when it comes down to writing stories or anything. And I'm going to get into a little bit of that. But before you do that, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast and the YouTube channel. Also, check out all the cool Leaf for the Party merch, like the Face for Radio t-shirt, I'm Mad, on teespring.com. The links will be in the description once like, when you go onto my pages. It'll be all right there. Just click and take a look. So now we're going to get into it. Um, well, if anything from what I know right now and off of the perspective of entertainment and basically being around the entertainment field for quite some time and most of most of my life in general um i do see how it can have like a lot of stuff with covid affecting some things like some movies being affected by covid in general um since you know everything's been shut down a lot of films have been being streamed, been basically being streamed to all like Amazon Prime, HBO Max, you know, some of it's going directly to Netflix and Hulu, um, Disney Plus, um, and some aspects, I mean, that's actually cool because you're still able to see whatever you're, I mean, you're able to see what you want, but you know, sometimes you might have to come out of pocket for, you know, renting the the video. Sometimes the video, I mean, sometimes the movie itself could be like 19 to 30 bucks, like 20 to 30 bucks or so. And honestly, it's like, what else can you do? I mean, let's take it in perspective of comic book films. Like, for me, I feel that comic book films have been on a slight decline, I mean, just off of just creativity, uh, creative-wise, and, you know, maybe not expanding enough on story, but oversaturating with just the the art. I mean, just saturate, oversaturation with just doing multiple things. And I don't know. I mean, for me, it's it could be a lot of avenues like, but 
when it comes down to suffering in the box office, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get the same box office results in today's climate. That's just a given because if you're making a movie that's almost close to like a million or two million or like, let's just say like 10 million or 12 million. The expectancy of box office, the box office to make that much or more to the equivalent of, you know, making that, I mean, to doubling the profit of how much the ticket sales and is based off of ticket sales in general. So you're not going to get that kind of thing now because one, a lot of people, some, not all, but some people aren't going to try to sit in a movie theater because of COVID. But then a lot of people aren't trying to sit at home watching a movie because, you know, their attention is not always going to be there watching the film. Um, and there's a lot of things that can, that comes into a factor. For instance, with Black Widow, I mean, cool movie, wasn't bad. I mean, I did a quick fire review on it. There's some things that fell off about for for me, and right now, it only made close to what fifty. Well, probably doubled that now, but um, maybe close to ninety-eight million, but how much for the how much the movie was made i mean the movie was made you know double triple that and it didn't even make that much money through watching it i mean they could sit there and put blame that oh it was simultaneous uh, they put it on disney plus in the movie theater simultaneously it shouldn't make a difference honestly i mean as big as a corporation like most of these production companies should have kind of within the year's time should have figured out eventually like okay we're not gonna get the same results and we're not gonna get the same kind of results when it comes down to box office compared to watching it at the house or you know watching it on stream or streaming it and whatnot so i mean there's a lot of avenues why most of these uh, films are failing. I mean, maybe it's not getting that much of a buzz. Who knows? I mean, honestly, and I feel like it could come down to, for me, I feel like it's not just coming down with just because of COVID and whatnot. Like, it, it, I feel like it's just the creative side. Like, some of these films have not really been good. Some of them haven't. And and, I'm, and keep in mind, I am an advocate when it comes... I, mean, I, <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to comic book films, I don't want nothing to fail. You know what I'm saying? And that's saying a lot coming from me because I've read and collected comic books of my younger in my younger years since my dad introduced me to comic books like i've been collecting them for quite some time and this is just off of the perspective of a comic book and i feel like just the creative side of it 
after a while, I think it's starting to get a little diluted. And that's saying a lot coming from me. I mean, I think it's starting to get not even diluted. I just feel like it's just being oversaturated with just too many things going on with let with stories, personal politics, all of that. I think there's just so much going on to where you know you're getting people writing these stories who don't care about the the source material that doesn't care about you know the characters in general or maybe and then also not even or or maybe it's just that the fact that the the expanding like just like when you got like for instance I'm just going to say with how Marvel started, how MCU started out, you know, we've had Iron Man, we had Thor, we had Captain, Amer- Captain America. And amongst that time, you might have uh, maybe have gotten maybe what? One to three Marvel movie, um, MCU movies within that year. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? And it's spaced out. So it's not like, you know, you've you've gotten this. And I think that was, I mean, and that was cool. Like, you know, you wanted to anticipate another film. Or you want to anticipate that film. Like, oh my God, this is so fucking cool. Like, okay, here we go. Like, this is what we're expecting. And then also keep in mind, it was fresh and brand new at this time. Like, we didn't know what to expect. So, for for now, now how many titles are out? I mean, freaking Scarlet Witch, Loki, freaking Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, freaking um, uh, Black Widow, freaking Shang Chi. I mean, there's just damn near six or seven things going on right now. You know, and I think it. I mean, I think that can be also a problem. A lot of people are starting to. I think it's starting to get a little too much. You know, we're not trying to sit down and trying to catch everything. I mean, especially if they're like, damn, they're back to 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 back, and it's like, you know, like even for me, like I barely. I'm not even gonna sit here and cap. I barely started watching Loki right now. You know what I'm saying? I barely started watching Loki. I didn't even really finish uh uh WandaVision, honestly. And I think it was just damn, I think it was a bit much. I think it was just they got a lot of shit going on. So where it's like, dude, my attention span, I'm sitting here trying to run a podcast. <laughs> and I'm trying to catch up on a lot of things and some of the things that I do I mean do you know how hard it is for me to watch and do things and shuffle and read through like some things are gems and some things are trash and honestly it's hard to weed through all that I have to take a mental vacation because half the time I'm going through a pile of shit. 
And that's saying a lot. And I don't want to just put a podcast where I'm just throwing shit after shit after shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that all the time. But then again, I don't want to just be focused on one particular thing either that I'm just like enjoying and every, well, cause one, I'm not endorsed by the people I'm giving praise to. And two, it's like, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I may be a, I'm not a fanboy in that aspect, but I want to give things a chance other than just. So, oh my gosh. I mean, there's just a lot of things that's going on with, with film and media in general that it there's a lot of avenues to where a lot of things are being affected and i feel that mainly where it starts is from where it was created in general you know maybe slow things down maybe space out like stop kicking out trying to kick out more than one thing because oh now you got the ability to do so but then again also keep in mind this is a time frame in society that where one we're in a global pandemic so i mean we're still in a global pandemic and honestly i'm not in no particular rush to getting right back out there in general you know vaccinated or not you know what i'm saying wearing a mask and I'm not trying to sit next to somebody in a freaking movie theater right now. You know, the only <laughs> so I mean I'm just being 100% honest. So it's just you know, I don't trust the world. And obviously the world don't even trust itself at this point in time because not everybody's on the same fucking page. So I mean, there's a lot of avenues that's going on with this stuff. And it's weird because you see it. And I can see, I mean, keep in mind, like, I'm seeing it in a different set of eyes. And it's all over the place. Like, they're just scrambling right now. And fortunately, they don't understand that you know, trying to drown everybody, and now you're streaming everything. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's cool that you're streaming, but why are you trying to stream a film and then you're doing a simultaneous release during a global pandemic? Like, a lot of people might go to a movie theater, but you're not going to get the same box office seatings in those movies you're not you're not you're absolutely not it's not going to happen so you either have to give or take so what are you going to do how do you combat this kind of situation so your movies don't flop because a lot of people are not buying tickets to sit in those seats i mean hell the last movie that i went to was the wrath of man and me and my girl, we were just, like, sitting here, like, yeah, we went and saw the movie. Shit, we can't even get a slushie. 
Oh, the slushy machines are closed. Oh, shit. Well, that kind of bites, <laughs> but, but I don't think that was the reason why that was the case. So, I mean, I'm not going to make no excuses over that. I'm not going to go to a movie because of a goddamn slushy machine not being open. Well, okay, that might be a factor a little bit, honestly. But, <laughs> but that's just me. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. I feel that is probably one of the issues that could be one of the biggest problems that film and media right now is in a state of um, in a uh, serious state. Prime example: look at this situation with Scarlett Johansson. You know, she is literally under freaking contract. You know, she is literally under contract to where she is supposed to make this such and such money in the box office. And if she's under or over, she is legitimately under contract to get that money no matter what. And Disney knows this. That's why... It's like, why you think she's trying to hit him with a lawsuit right now? Why you think she's suing? Because, honestly, they owe her that money. And they're not trying to. But Bob Iger and Kevin Feige feels like the guy running it right now, the other Bob, is, is trying to strong arm the situation. And now Disney is trying to cut ties with Scarlett Johansson because of this. But... The contract that you guys written out with her was created in 2017. She has done nine movies thus far with Mar with uh, uh with Disney, and at this point, they need to fess up. They need to cut her that damn check. But obviously, they're gonna do a stall tactic, and that's how things are starting to roll through right now. Now, is that fair? No, because honestly, if I was under contract with anybody, shit, and if I'm like, look, I'm making $5,000 a week, and you, I was, I mean, I'm, you owe me $5,000 a week, anything lower than that, then we might have a problem. Right? Makes perfect sense. Like, if you're under contract and you're expecting to get this, and certain situations happen to where is not out of your uh, out of my control but it's under your it's out of your control but you're still legally obligated it was their decision to sit down and talk about maybe renegotiating her contract which they never did now if they were reading the front now if her lawyers were free, reading the fine print and everything and they probably got some clauses some clauses or anything like that then that's another story. But obviously things seem to seems a little legit on her side of what's going on right now. So that's saying a lot. But I don't know. Maybe I mean there's a lot of stuff that's going on. I mean it it there's a lot of avenues why films are really falling right now. And it sucks because like as good as as good as a lot of films are, like, I like Suicide Squad. 
I like the Suicide Squad movie. This new one that they that just came out Friday, uh, last Friday, I liked it. But as good as it was, it flopped because not a lot of people are sitting down in the movie theaters. It only went straight uh, went straight to HBO Max too. So they did a simultaneous thing. I mean, like I said, you're not going to get the same results that you're going to get doing anything else. I'm like, and like how it was years ago, not not in this day and time. I mean, there's a lot of avenues why I feel that Samurai uh, Squad, Suicide Squad uh, suffered a little bit due to a couple avenues. Um, one, <laughs> a little like one pandemic to a backlash from like the first sam uh damn i keep saying samurai uh the first suicide squad and the last and and that birds of prey movie to where a lot of people like birds of prey uh flopped and you know you got harley quinn coming in of the harley quinn effect that's another thing there's a couple of issues one uh, a sequel, a Will Smith sequel without Will Smith. And I heard that from another podcast. I was like, wow, that makes sense. Because when you really think about it, the first Suicide Squad film was technically a Will Smith movie. Well, a movie with Will Smith in it. And every other Will Smith uh, sequel that is not that has nothing to do with bad boys. Any sequel from like Independence Day. Uh, what other movie that he did. That he that he was. Just, uh, you know, so far Independence Day and uh, Suicide Squad. I think there was something else that he was. That he did that became a sequel. But he wasn't in it. Also that was an issue. Uh also simultaneously doing it with HBO Max and whatnot. Or some people want to say that, you know, the Suicide Squad movie failed because, you know, unknown characters. Unknown characters for people who don't read comic books. Be that as it may. James Gunn made the Guardians of the Galaxy MCU's darlings. And I can guarantee you None of these MFers have even heard of a Rocket Raccoon, a Groot, or a Gamora, or a Star-Lord, or anybody like that. And I'm pretty sure that's not the that's not the fucking case. Because for a guy like me, I know all those characters. For a guy like me, I've heard about Polka Dot Man in Bloodsport and whatnot. Yeah, I remember that in the comic books. A black dude shooting... Uh, Superman with a kryptonite bullet and he got away with it? Yeah, okay. I remember that one. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not gonna put it all on old characters that they don't know. Because honestly, it's like, with characters that people do know, it's like, come on, like, all they're trying to do is reinvent the wheel and do silly shit, like, oh, making a character, like, a a, a long per, a long character gay or whatever, just like they're doing with Tim Drake right now. 
or or buy. I should say it like that. But uh, you know, it's like, come on. There's existing characters in the MCU's that, or in any kind of film in general, that honestly, they should do something with them. And the existing characters, but no, they want to start doing. There's a lot of avenues that a lot of stuff is failing. And honestly, I feel like that's the problem with in general. Lazy writing, the production company doesn't are making excuses on paying these people because they're trying to hold on to, to every dollar that they can get because the box office right now is not making any kind of money because of this pandemic as well. So there's a lot of avenues why film and whatnot are in danger. Oversaturation. No asses in the seats, so nobody's really buying tickets. Uh, global pandemic, you know, tokenization, uh, tokenism, uh, tokenization of characters, messing up source material. It's a lot. So, man, that is so trippy. Mm-mm-mm. Well. This is what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to get off the hook right now, and I'm going to set up the next segment, and that's going to be a wallflower journal because I want to talk about another situation, um, another thing about knowing people's worth and what's your worth and what you should do for yourself and what you could do about it. So, mm. Well, that being said, this is the In My Mind segment on Late for the Party on Anchor FM and YouTube and Facebook right now. So if you're seeing this, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. Also, check out all the cool merch like the Late for, for, like the Face for Radio tea and whatnot on teespring.com. <laughs> the links will be in the description on my bios and everything. So they're all right there. You could check out on the YouTube channel. Also, you could check it out all on my social media as well. Man, I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the Modern Marvel signing off. And as always, if you're going to be late for the party, turn it up to 11. Oh, shit. (laughs) All right, y'all. End it.